Today is Friday, December 8th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This holiday season, I am shopping at Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including and especially me. Quince jewelry is the perfect gift to yourself or to anyone else. I got myself the Globe Boho Hoops and the Modern U Hoops, which I love so much. And I definitely recommend checking out all of their clothing. They have some really amazing silk, cashmere, home goods. As you already know, I could not love Quince more. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Yesterday, the Human Rights Watch issued a report alleging that two Israeli strikes on a group of American, Lebanese, and Israqi journalists in southern Lebanon during mid-October were deliberately intended as attacks to kill the civilian journalists. The strikes killed one Reuters journalist and wounded six others, and the report claims that seven eyewitness accounts, 49 videos, and dozens of photos show that the journalists were far removed from ongoing hostilities, and that they were clearly identified as media, had been stationary for over an hour before they were hit, And also, there was no evidence of a military target nearby. According to Human Rights Watch, the Israeli military either knew or should have known that the group of people who they were firing on were civilians, which is classified as a war crime. The Senate might be stuck at work this weekend, as it continues talks on the $106 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and southern border funding. A vote to pass the package failed earlier this week on Wednesday, and some lawmakers have even suggested that they may have to shorten their recess to get the funding through. The horror. On the diplomatic financial front, the US and UK issued new joint sanctions yesterday against individuals affiliated with a years-long cyber hacking campaign that they allege is sponsored by Russia's top security agency, the FSB. According to the British Foreign Office, the FSB's cyber espionage operations targeted lawmakers from across the political spectrum using spear phishing attacks and malicious emails, and selectively leaked and amplified the release of information in line with Russia's foreign policy goals, including to undermine trust in the UK and, quote, like-minded states. In a statement accompanying the new sanctions from one of those like-minded states, the US Treasury said that the hacking campaign goes back to 2016 and has targeted entities associated with governments, militaries, and affiliates of the US, UK, and other NATO countries. Name them. Also yesterday, the DOJ announced that a federal grand jury in San Francisco indicted two men for conducting a campaign to hack computer networks in the U.S., U.K., Ukraine, and other NATO allies. These indictments are part of a, quote, coordinated international response to send a message to the conspirators that the whole of the U.S. government stands together to identify and disrupt cyber espionage actors. Again, I say, name them. Meanwhile, the Biden administration announced yesterday that the U.S. has reached an agreement with Mexico aimed at preventing China from investing in North American companies in order to access U.S. supply chains and technological IP. In another announcement from the Treasury, busy week, Secretary Janet Yellen stated that the goal is to help Mexico bolster its screening of foreign investment in order to help both countries partner on matters of both trade and national security. Two for one deal, basically. As we reported earlier this week, the university presidents of Harvard, UPenn, and MIT appeared before the House of Representatives Committee on Education and the Workforce on Wednesday to testify to the school's 
lackluster responses to surges in calls for violence against Jews on college campuses. Their testimonies did not go particularly well, with calls for their resignations following the hearings, particularly because of their unclear answers to the yes or no question of whether calling for the genocide of Jews violates their school's codes of conduct. While all said that they personally do not agree with that rhetoric, they are committed to preserving free speech on campus. The presidents of Harvard and UPenn have since apologized for their testimony. But yesterday, that same House committee announced that they're opening an investigation into those three schools, and others, after their presidents failed to sufficiently condemn the protests which called for Jewish genocide. Personally, I think the DOJ investigation into this same issue that was opened earlier this week, which carries a potential for actual financial penalties in the form of losing federal funding, is where I will be paying the most attention. A state district judge in Texas issued a ruling yesterday allowing a pregnant woman whose fetus has a fatal diagnosis to undergo an abortion procedure. The ruling, which was issued by an elected Democratic judge, is the first time since Roe v. Wade was overturned last year that a court has been asked to intervene to approve an immediate abortion, though it's unclear how quickly or whether the woman will actually receive the procedure, as the decision is likely to be appealed by the state, which has argued that she does not meet the criteria for a medical exception. And of course, the state of Texas knows best. For our final story, Democratic Representative Jamal Bowman was censured by his colleagues in the House of Representatives yesterday for pulling a fire alarm in the Capitol building back in September, just before a key vote on government funding legislation was to be held. The censure vote in the House passed 214 to 191, with three Democrats joining with Republicans in favor of the censure. Separately, Bowman has already pleaded guilty to one local criminal charge of causing a false alarm and said that he was simply trying to open an emergency door while on his way to the voting session. For some perspective, Donald Trump said on Tuesday night that if he wins the 2024 election, he will be a dictator on day one. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. And thanks again to our partner, Quince. Like I said, this holiday season, I am shopping at Quince, Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including and especially me. You can get affordable luxury for everyone you know with Quince. Go to quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.